There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. You are looking live at the Circa Casino odds board as we count down the final 60 minutes before the early games of Week 12 in the National Football League. Welcome, everybody. I'm Brent Musburger, and what a week this is going to be. I've never seen so much quarterback movement in Week 12 of the NFL. We have five teams starting brand-new quarterbacks from when we last watched them in action, and we have a six-team welcoming back their starting quarterback. That will be the Cardinals as Kyle Murray returns to action against the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, just in case you haven't heard, both the Bears and the Jets in that key game will have new quarterbacks. Trevor Simeon steps in for the Bears. Justin Fields is inactive today with that separated left shoulder, and of course, as a running quarterback, It doesn't matter. It's non-throwing. He still exposes that shoulder. And for the Jets, it'll be Mike White, who replaces Zach Wilson. For the Rams, it'll be Bryce Perkins, young man out of Virginia, who will be starting for them. The Texans have turned to Kyle Allen. And for the Panthers, in their game hosting the Broncos, Sam Darnold will make his first start of the season. An amazing sequence involving quarterbacks around the National Football League. The other big story, weather. We have rain up and down the East Coast. We're going to cover all of that as we welcome in Chris Andrews, the lead bookmaker down at the South Point. Uh, Chris, how tough is it on a bookmaker when we have all these quarterback changes, especially with the Jets and the Bears? Both are starting new quarterbacks today. 
Well, you know, some of these guys we kind of have a little bit of a feel for, uh, and others we really don't. Uh, even a guy like Darnold, um, you know, we haven't seen him in a while. It's his first start of the year. But we've got a lot of movement this week, probably a little more than usual, because usually by about this point in the season, we, we kind of know what each team's about. But with all these quarterback uh, fluctuations and some weather situations around the league, uh, we've seen quite a bit of movement uh, up and down the board. And uh, we welcome in VSIN Steve Mackinen, who has some bet systems. And uh, Steve, I want to stick with that Jets game against the Bears because that line really bounced around. Uh, the Jets uh, have gone from being favored by about four. They've jumped up to six or seven in, in some of the books around town. But you have a couple of systems that favor the Jets today against Chicago. Tell us about it, Steve. Yeah, the systems I'm looking at here, Brent, for today, actually they uh, are based upon the fact of how badly the Jets' offense played last week. Now, the system says that NFL teams that lose while allowing fewer than 12 points in a game have fared very well in their follow-up game, going 12-3 and straight up and 13-2 and against the spread. Now, if you consider the Jets' quarterback situation here and all of the quarterback situation you've actually mentioned here, you got to look at each of them individually. Now, the Jets made it based upon a performance uh, change. I mean, that's different than a quarterback going out injured like the field situation. Obviously, you have to deduct points from the Bears because of the way Fields has been playing, and now he's not going to be in. It's a totally different situation when you look at the Jets situation. And, uh, Chris, has late money shown on the Jets as a result of what Steve's talking about? No, exactly the opposite. The late money showed on the Bears. We uh, this morning we had we were running the game seven, uh, but we had some sharp play taking the plus seven. So we're down to six and a half now. Uh, you know we do everything at eleven and ten here at the South Point. Uh, I see some <clears throat> six and a half with juice on the favorite and seven with juice on the dog. I do see one other six and a half flat. So uh, the sharp guys have come in. <clears throat> excuse me, and taking the seven. You know, another reason why you would take the points, and uh, Steve, I'm wondering if you haven't seen this, especially with uh, your Green Bay Packers, there's going to be bad weather. It's going to rain all game long, and frequently, frequently, a gambler will jump on uh, an underdog and take the points in a situation like that, correct? Yeah, I can see that uh, from in one sense, Brent, but if you look at how much offense they have put on fields, in the last two months or so, how does this team score a lot of points with weather issues and with the Jets' defense playing so well now? Yeah, exactly. Very, very good point. Now, perhaps the most meaningful game of the week, and I'm not so sure we've got the right favor here, the Cincinnati Bengals, who have been red hot covering the spread lately, go in to play the Tennessee Titans, who I think have been underrated all year long. Mike Vrabel should be receiving more love in that battle for coach of the year. But the Bengals come in favored. Now, the late story there, neither Mixon nor Chase will be playing today for the Bengals. The Bengals were hopeful that they could get Jamar Chase back, but he has been declared inactive just a short time ago. Uh, How are the betters, Chris, approaching Cincinnati at Tennessee? It looked like Chase would return. Money showed on the Bengals. We went up as high as two and a half on this game uh, with money, but also with the news of the, uh, well, not injury, the non-injury, I guess. Uh, but when, then it was, when it was reported that Chase would be out, the number dropped again. 
And again, we dropped it uh, a little bit on the news of Chase, but we dropped it a little bit more with money. Then the mix-in situation showed up, and it dropped even a little bit more. We, we haven't gone to pick yet, but I have a feeling we're going to get there. I understand the wind is uh, acting up in Tennessee, which would maybe neutralize Burrow a little bit, uh, whereas the Titans, I mean, their game is the ground game. The wind isn't going to affect uh, Derrick Henry all that much. So I think that uh, – you know, this is this is a situation I think where the the Titans have the edge. But right now, as I speak, we still have more money on the Bengals than we do on the Titans. But I have a feeling we're going to get to pick them uh, probably in the next hour. And uh, Steve, I want to go to your power rankings because you do have the Bengals in the top ten. And I suppose I was a little bit surprised uh, that you didn't have the Titans there. Well, the Titans' statistical numbers don't warrant a top 10 type of power rating. Now, one of the things that I believe you said this earlier in the year, Brent, is clusters of injuries. Now, you talk about two of the primary offensive weapons on Cincinnati being out. I don't think you can look at them as their same power rating that you, you would in uh, with those two guys in the lineup, Chase and uh, Mixon. So uh, I think you need to take that with a grain of salt and we look at Cincinnati today. Okay, now the other thing that surprised me a little bit is the fact that the Dallas Cowboys are coming off their Thanksgiving win, but they didn't cover against the New York Giants. You have them uh, rated about a half point better than the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Eagles have beaten them already once. Tell us about how the Cowboys jumped to number three, Steve. Well, it's it's all there about schedule strength. Uh, Philadelphia has played literally the worst schedule in, in the league. And you, if you think back to what happened last Monday night here with, with, uh, against Washington, you got to really have some concerns after watching that game, playing a team that's actually playing good football. Philadelphia really struggled. Exactly. And, uh, Chris, let's jump to that Eagles Sunday night game. We know how much action comes in on the Sunday night game. But I would think that Aaron Rodgers might have caused gamblers who want to back the Packers in this game to hesitate when he talked about that throwing thumb being broken. I've never seen him miss wide-open receivers quite like he did last week. What are you seeing from an action standpoint on the Sunday nighter between the Packers and the Eagles? Well, Bern, I kind of saw the same thing you did, and that's why I opened the Eagles 7.5 over the Packers. But they took that 7.5 rather quickly. I don't think it lasted you know, through Monday morning. Uh, but then they also took the seven. So we're down to six and a half, and I see that uh, pretty much like a blanket everywhere on my screen has six and a half flat. I'm kind of with you, though. I, I I don't see Rodgers right now being the Rodgers that we're used to for, like, what, the last 10, 12 years. Uh, he is missing receivers. He doesn't have good receivers in the first place. Somebody like a, you know, like a Kelsey or Devontae Adams who could pull him out of uh, some of his bad throws. Um, I would disagree with Steve, though. I, I still think the Eagles, uh, I still have them rated better than the Cowboys. I, I think it's really, uh, you know, two games to me is still a little bit of a blip. Now, if they have the third game, then I have to really start reconsidering my power ratings. But I still have them a little bit better. I think I have them half a point better than the Cowboys. But, you know, we'll see tonight. I mean, the money is definitely on the Packers so far. Uh, but I have a feeling... I have a feeling we will get to seven before game time uh, tonight. Uh, Steve, your view of Aaron Rodgers talking about the broken thumb and uh, how the Packers uh, will fare from a health standpoint going into Philly tonight. Yeah, you know, you hear some of these comments, Rodgers' issues, and you just wonder what he's 
trying to do almost um, manipulate his team's psyche, maybe build build some motivation for them. But uh, yeah, he has not looked the same. It's quite obvious. Uh, to, I think in order to stay in this game tonight and cover that seven points, they're definitely going to have to lean on Aaron Jones a little bit more. And uh, and actually, Christian Watson's been coming on for the Packers as a receiver too. So that doesn't necessarily mean Rodgers is not going to be able to make big plays out of the air. But I, I think they're going to need to stay in the game early in order to cover that seven. Uh, Chris, we've got two teams that are huge favorites today. The Miami Dolphins, double digits over the struggling Houston Texans, and the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the biggest spread that a post-Super Bowl winner has ever faced. I've got it at 15 in some places. Chiefs over the Rams will be without Stafford. Well, what are you seeing? Two very good teams, but you've got to give a lot of points with the Dolphins or the Chiefs. What are you seeing, Chris, from a betting standpoint at the South Point? Well, I'm up to 15 and a half on the Chiefs, and I even see some 16s popping up. But, boy, I tell you, I, I always tell everybody, be so careful laying double digits in the NFL. So many games come down to the fourth quarter. Not that I think either one of these will come to the fourth quarter, but I've also said there's so many games where the team has no chance whatsoever of winning but could still cover a double-digit number. And, uh, you know, I think let's look at the Dolphins uh, game. That defense has been known to give up points in bunches, and uh, I think the back door is going to be wide open. And probably the same thing for the, for the Chiefs and the Rams. All right. Thank you so much, Chris Andrews. Steve Mackinnon, remember, be sin pro. You can't be without what Steve publishes every week for VSIN. Countdown continues. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got, you know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot and now he doesn't. Mm -hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot. Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. But let's say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. VSIN Cyber Monday. The deal is on now. Sign up today. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber. You'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like the betting splits from DraftKings that let you see where the money and the bets are moving every game. You dive deeper into those daily betting reports, upcoming college bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers will get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. And the VSIN store is a great place to shop for your Christmas gifts, sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, offer great gear. Hurry, limited time, Cyber Monday. Sign up now. Perfect sports betting holiday gift at visa.com slash subscribe. Uh, we welcome in Circus Derek Stevens with breaking news coming out of Chicago. Trevor Simeon just injured himself in pregame warmup. Nathan Peterman, the former third-string quarterback uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders, will be the starter for the Bears today. Uh, in New York against the Jets. Derek, I've never seen so much quarterback movement in week 12 like we have. It's unbelievable. I came in all prepared with all the latest moves, and I in, in the last 15 seconds, we went from six and a half to seven right on that right on that news right there. Exactly. They're going to pound in on the Jets now and give and give the points. That'll be one of the most heavily betted early game, bet early games, I would think, because of that, Derek. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we were at six and a half, uh, literally sixty seconds ago. Now we're at seven. I think we're at seven minus one fifteen already. So minus the, what juice? The money's coming in quick yeah. on uh, on uh, on the Jets for sure. I was thinking about you yesterday, big guy. Second half, I was so shocked at your alma mater, Michigan. That's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen against an Ohio State team uh, that was favored going into the game. In fact, I thought Michigan would have their hands full. Uh, based just upon a site in Columbus. They hadn't won there for 22 years. Uh, tell me tell me about your alma mater's performance yesterday. Man. Boy, was that something, something to see. I'll tell you what, that was so exciting. You know, last year playing that game in Ann Arbor in the snow and the weather, uh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh was able to really kind of turn the tide. But the big question is, can you win in Columbus? And, yes. uh, you know, the first half was a little bit back and forth. Early in the first quarter, it looked like Ohio State was going to take it to them. But, boy, that second half was dominant. Um, uh, Michigan's uh, defensive play in uh, in the secondary, linebackers, was really unbelievable. And Michigan's offensive line, that's been the story the whole year. I mean, they, they look great. They look really, really good. I didn't realize how good the center, the transfer that uh, that you had uh, was. Yeah. I think he'd come from Virginia or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he was stalwart all game long. He opened up the middle and held his own uh, against the rush. 
But I guess the biggest surprise was the performance of the young quarterback. I, I, you know, he threw those two long touchdown passes, and uh, that really kept that offense going. Yeah, and a couple of key running running uh, uh, conversions as well. I mean, J.J. McCarthy's just jumped uh, jumped right up the ladder. I mean, it's, it's very impressive performance, and, uh, and uh, yeah, he, he really won the game. Yeah, and now you're a 16-point favorite over Purdue in the Big Ten Championship this week, and obviously – even if you lose, but but let's say you win that game against the Boilermakers, you're headed for the college football playoff. Yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like this. I mean, Georgia's going to be a one, uh, Michigan's going to be a two, and then after that, there's been a whole lot of debate in the last the last 24 hours. I'm hoping that USC gets in. Now, they have a chance uh, to get revenge for their only loss this year as Utah is coming in. That's a f- late Friday game here. You'll have a big crowd at Circa for the Pac-12 Championship, USC and Utah. Yeah, we'll have a big, big, uh, big crowd in Vegas. I mean, this is pretty awesome to have, have a Pac-12 Championship here Friday night. Uh, it's it's a terrific thing for Vegas, and I think USC is going to travel for this one. That's for sure. Now, speaking of crowds, people tell me that you had an enormous crowd for the United States England uh, World Cup match uh, on Friday. That they were jammed in here. Yeah, we had a we had a full house. It was pretty awesome to see. Uh, See the joint rocking uh, that that early. That was uh, that was great, and then and then obviously it followed up, uh, you know, the next day with the with the Mexico game. Man, we knew we were going to have a lot of Mexico fans coming in, and we set up our new ballroom, you know, to hold about four hundred, and then about two hours before we said, eh, we maybe better make it six hundred. And next thing you know, there's like twelve hundred people here with with uh, the drums and the flags and all that, and it was a heck of an experience. World Cup's been great, by the way. I was handle, say, handle on World Cup. Handle? This been as it's one of those things like for us, this is the first time we've ever booked World Cup, so we don't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But uh, but overall, World Cup handles been great. Now, I will tell you for me, it's kind of interesting. You know, I've never been in a situation like this where um, I, I'm I, I'm rooting for a zero zero draw. This this is kind of a different. <laughs> I'm in a different situation, I, you know. So. But uh, but um, you know the the draws have worked out pretty well. We, but we are getting a lot of people betting in these three ways, so we're getting good action all three ways. Yeah, people who follow soccer religiously know how to bet the three way. Now me, I refuse to bet a draw. So obviously, <laughs> I've I've lost to you, Derek, because uh, I had to back the USA. And on Tuesday, the only thing I will point out is that, and the United States has to win. They've got to beat Iran to get to the knockout round. Iran is better than most Americans, casual soccer fans, think they are. There's some tough hombres on that team, and they're, they're going to give the United States all they want on Tuesday. Well, uh, I mean, all my all my soccer knowledge comes from listening to Vison and, and having this pro subscription here, so I appreciate appreciate the insight. I am a casual I am a casual soccer fan, and, um, you know, from from what we're listening from Nigel Seeley, Mike Palm, and everybody everybody talking about that's where I'm getting my info. But that's uh, that's great to know. Oh yeah, no no, they're, they you know the United States looks at Iran as a political foe and not necessarily a sports foe. Okay, so that you can look past it. I'm here to tell you, they got some guys that, and the one thing the U.S. has not done, they have not put the ball in the net. They've got one goal in two games. Very young, very athletic. Defense is held up so. So we shall see, but uh, I have enjoyed watching it, and I look forward uh, to Tuesday. Let's get to the uh, NFL, the greatest survivor contest in in the country. 
uh, when you began, and I was one of them, 6,133 participants. I'm seeing that we have only 71 entries remaining here. Yeah, we had we, we had 74 going into Thanksgiving Day. Uh, three got knocked out with the Patriots, so we're at 71. So today, um, there are five teams that have been selected by these 71 contestants, led by the Miami Dolphins with 35 selections, so a little less than half the remaining pool. Number two, which was a bit of a surprise, is the New York Jets with 16 selections. Third was the San Francisco 49ers with 11. Uh, fourth was the Washington Commanders with six. And last, um, the Kansas City Chiefs with three. What's interesting here is we get, as we as we get deeper into the season, you really got to look at the Circus Survivor availability chart. Exactly. So out of the Dolphins, out of the 71 uh, contestants, only 53 had the Dolphins available and 35 selected them. Interesting. So, And then when you go down on the other side, um, you take a look. Only 10 people have the Chiefs left, and only three uh, of them took the Chiefs. So there's now there's a little more game theory thinking about, are we going to use Miami now, or are we going to save them on Christmas? So it's all kind of playing into things here. <laughs> I would say the ones who are gambling the most at the quick look would be the commanders uh, hosting the Falcons. You, not quite sure what you get out of the Falcons on a uh, – Having knocked me out when they beat San Francisco, I say that from experience. So uh, there we have it: the uh, selection with the Dolphins leading the way, and they should they should definitely beat the Texans. Texans are headed for the number one draft choice in the NFL draft. Now we look at uh, the million contest here at at Circa, and it's interesting, Derek, that again we have a game in which both teams are in the top five, and that would be the Bengals and the Titans at. Uh, 994 selected the Bengals, minus a point and a half of the contest. 1,161, including yours truly, took the Titans plus one and a half. Yeah, you know, I think this was a this was a game where you really had to speculate on injuries. You know, the sure. information was known Joe Mixon was out. Right. But the information about, about Jamar Chase, that came out a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So so that, that kind of plays into, into things. And you can always make the argument, Titans at home, Titans and Vrabel, they, they've played terrific, you know. Absolutely. And, and they're going against a beaten up uh, Bengals team. So I can understand why why people are taking the Titans, but also, you know, you got you got you got people just think that okay, now's the time the Bengals are going to kick it in. So this is uh this yeah it was the most uh, most selected game on the card today. And uh, the Jets attracted one thousand three hundred and seventy nine entries. I also went on the Jets, very favorable number minus four and a half. I didn't think Fields was going to play. I I know that they were being optimistic in their comments. But when you have a running quarterback and a separate, I know it's his non-throwing show. It doesn't make any difference. He exposes it. So I jumped in on the Jets. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to the number. That's where the value is, four Absolutely. and a half. And yeah, as of about three minutes ago, we were at six and a half and now up to seven. So the backers of the Jets got to like that breaking news you just opened with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now that the, Nathan Peterman uh, will be the starter today for them. And it looks like everybody's off the Raider bandwagon all of a sudden. Uh, the Seahawks attracted 1,200 Backers minus three and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think the Raider. The, this is definitely an anti-Raider play here. I mean, yeah, things are just they, really falling apart here for Las Vegas. Yeah, Chris said uh, that they gave up a lot of money up in the last couple of weeks with the uh, with the Raiders. That uh, you know the public had really jumped on them, and uh, so there we have it. As we go to Week Twelve, and Derek's got his quarterback chart out. He's watching where the money's coming, and it's rolling in on the Jets. Uh, Good luck, Derek. Have a great week with the uh, 
with the World Cup and also today, week 12 of the National Football League. Can't wait. Thanks, right. Brent. Circus, Derek Stevens, and we will continue the countdown, the very latest on weather in the East. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. It is the week of quarterbacks and bad weather. We have Johnny Avello from DraftKings and Kevin Roth from Roto Grinders, who does such a fabulous job of following the weather. Uh, Johnny, I'm going to start with you with this New York Jet game, because in case people haven't heard, Nathan Peterman will be the starter at quarterback for the Bears because Trevor Simeon injured himself while warming up. He was due to replace Justin Fields, but Simeon went down, and now they turn to their third-string quarterback, whom they just activated. When something like this breaks, uh, Johnny, and DraftKings, of course, uh, one of the bookmakers in New York and New Jersey, are you seeing money pour in on the Jets like they did here at Circa and down at South Point? Yeah, Brent, you know, we've we've uh, been seeing money pour on the Jets actually for the last 24 hours. It's the total here that's taken quite a hit. This thing has dropped off the table, 48 to, was the opener back a long time ago and now down to 36 and a half. You know, the first thing that came to mind when I heard Peterman's name was he was involved in a game back quite a few years ago where I think it was 7 nothing or something in the low-scoring bad weather game, so probably going to see something like that here again and, and by the way rent this thing just moved to eight just went to eight on news that's a DraftKings now with johnny avello and kevin roth uh, i'm looking at this weather forecast this might be bad weather all day long in this jets bears game how are you kevin i'm good thanks for having me yeah it's it's bad quarterbacks in bad weather and that does not generally mean we're going to see a whole lot of scoring here uh, we're looking early on. We might just see a little bit of a break in the rain there in uh, New York, New Jersey, but that rain just gets heavier as the game goes on. Most of the game's going to be a soaker. The entire second half is wet. It's going to be ugly, and I think the best chance for points to get put on the board is you know some pick sixes and some fumbles putting other teams in good field position. Uh, it should be pretty tough to move the ball in these conditions with these teams. Interesting. Uh, on the Bears at the Jets with Nathan Peterman going to quarterback, and the number has bounced to eight at DraftKings. Uh, Johnny, we've got an interesting uh, game in Washington. The Commanders have been on a bit of a roll. Uh, they can work their way into the playoffs. Obviously, they got to win games like this one against the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons have been very good ATS this year. What are you seeing on the Falcons at the Commanders? We opened three. We've been at three and a half now for a few days. Um, I, I think the public's a little leery to lay that that number over three in this game because of the reasons you just mentioned, Brent. The uh, you know the Falcons being so good against the cover. So this one we at the three and a half we've taken some Atlanta money. So it's pretty good balance on this one. Interesting and. Uh... Kevin, how about the weather? Is it going to extend down that rain from New York into Washington? Yeah, a lot of the rain that they're seeing in Washington today is already in the process of clearing. So as we get later and later in the game, things are going to dry out. But I'm just looking on radar right now. There's still one more healthy batch that should be moving in right around kickoff here. So at least early in this game, I think that weather is going to be an issue. 
And it's been raining enough that the field might even be a little bit sloppy from the rain we've already seen. Another game where, you know, uh, you, you get that water on the field, you get the water on the ball, and it causes issues moving it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, Johnny, I want to move down into Florida. The Jaguars are home coming off their week of rest. Uh, I'm not sure what to make of the Baltimore Ravens. You think that they should be dominant, uh, but last week they were unable to cover the spread. Well, what are you seeing from an action standpoint on the Ravens down in Jacksonville? Well, Jacksonville's at home, you know, and they're as healthy as any team in the NFL, Brent, but that's that doesn't matter to the betters. It's been all Ravens. It's all Ravens point spread. It's all Ravens money line. Uh, in this game, they actually do like the total over, although we dropped a little, but I noticed as of this morning, it's been the total's been bet all over. So uh, we're certainly going to need the Jags in this one. And uh, Kevin, all sunshine down there in Florida, lad? You know, it's one of those days where there's that 10, 20% chance. And right now I'm looking and that 10, 20% is right on the ballpark. There's even a, a lightning strike nearby. The majority of this game is going to play dry, but it does look like they've got a downpour, at least in the vicinity early on. I think that should clear as we get towards kickoff. Now, if they've got rain down there in Jacksonville, they normally have some wind down in there. What are you seeing? Yeah, we're seeing some some gusty winds as well because this rain is a part of a cold front that moves through. So it brings the rain and some winds. We should be talking sustained winds around 15, wind gusts up a little bit over 20. So, yeah, chance for rain. And then those winds kind of borderline. Now, another Florida team, Tampa Bay, has had to go up to Cleveland. A different kind of a problem. Some idiot on a golf court uh, broke his way into the uh, Brown Stadium. Uh, and as we understand it, if you take a look at the field, there are still some tire tracks out there on the uh, on the 20-yard line as you look at it. Uh, man, you just never know what to expect next, do you? And uh, so, Johnny, what are we seeing with the Buccaneers? They were a three-and-a-half-point favorite early going into Cleveland. Deshaun Watson, by the way, returns next week. He can start at quarterback next week against the Houston Texans, his former team. But, Johnny, what are we seeing on the Buccaneers at Cleveland today? Uh, we're seeing a pretty good push of money on Tampa right now in this last hour before the kickoffs. Uh, they, you know, we, we were three and now we're getting the, the uh, push. So we're moving the money. We don't want to get off of the three and go back to three and a half where we were at one time. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, a bunch of Tampa money. Now, I think a lot of it is Brent. It's not that Tampa's playing all that great. I think Cleveland's been playing. Okay. It's a, that I, I believe that the betters are expecting this Tampa to start, uh, you know, putting it in gear, getting ready for playoffs, if that's a team that's going to do that and make it this year. And, uh, Kevin, what about uh, the weather in the Cleveland area? can come in harsh off that lake. Yeah, it, it looks like we're going to see just a few spotty showers. Most of the rain is going to miss the actual stadium. But there's going to be some gusty winds as well. Winds sustained should be around 15 miles per hour. But I've seen models showing wind gusts of over 30, and that's when I start to think, okay, wind gusts over 30, that's impactful. That makes deeper throws and long field goals pretty tough, and that could be a case to maybe think about the under here. And, uh, Johnny, very good game in Nashville today. The Titans hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. They played each other in divisional play. The Bengals upset them, and Tannehill had a horrible game. He threw three interceptions. His first pass of that playoff game was intercepted, and his last pass was intercepted, and McPherson kicked the game-winning field goal. 
What are you seeing on this real good matchup with the Bengals and the Titans? Well, Brent, when we first opened this game, too, I said, okay, that's probably close to the right number. But I had a feeling that Tennessee could possibly go off the favorite, and that's where we are now. We have just gone to Tennessee, the favorite in this one. Uh, no mix in this one, so that's a you know, that's a big deal uh, for the for the Cincinnati team. But Tennessee's been playing well, and uh, I, I think deservedly they're the favorite. Don't know if they're going to win the game, but I think that's the right number now. And interestingly, because Lamar Chase is not active, they hope to have him active for this game. And so, as Johnny points out, without Mixon, uh, that really puts pressure on that passing attack, and there's no chase to find deep in there. Uh, Weather in Nashville, Kevin, uh, any bad weather in the forecast? Yeah, this is kind of the last weather game that I'm actually uh, interested in or watching. We did see some really strong winds earlier this morning. I'm looking at the very latest measured winds right now. 17 miles per hour sustained wind gusts of 26. That's down from wind gusts of over 30 earlier. It's still breezy early around kickoff, but by the second half, those winds are going to start to subside. So if you want a weather bet here, you definitely want to go first half and not second half when things are quiet. Yeah, interesting. And you might want to back Henry because the Titans depend less on the pass in this situation, and the Bengals will not have Mixon. Uh, there's one other weather site I've got to ask you about, uh, and that would be out in Seattle. The Raiders are going in. The Raiders were practicing. Uh, well, the quarterback actually put a lot of water on his hands when he was throwing the ball. Derek Carr this week. There must be rain in the forecast out there. There is rain in the forecast, and I, um, I like that preparation. I approve of that. Uh, but it's just kind of those scattered showers. There's nothing that points to it being a complete washout. Could get a few showers there. And most importantly, the winds are going to stay light, 10 miles per hour or less. So I don't think that's going to have a huge weather impact there. Uh, but we'll be watching for a few showers. Johnny, here in Las Vegas, uh, they've jumped off the Raider bandwagon. Uh, better's gone the other way. What is DraftKings seeing with that game out in Seattle? Yeah, well, initially, you know, Jacobs was uh, questionable. I think Jacobs is probable, so he will be playing today. You know, and that's that's a big deal for the Raiders. Um they're, they did take Seattle initially. Um, there's certainly going to be some Raider money showing up here. And one point about these afternoon games, Brent, all the morning games, the totals went down. All the afternoon games, the totals have either uh, you know, stayed where the opener was or have gone up. So uh, better weather uh, you know, in afternoon loca- locations compared to morning locations. All right. uh, quickly, Kevin, do you have a best bet today, a best weather bet? I like the under in the New York Jets game, weather and bad quarterbacks. All right. Kevin Roth from Rotor Grinders. Follow him every week. He keeps you up to date daily. And Johnny Avello from DraftKings. Thanks so much, guys. And we'll count down with Sean King, our VSIN quarterback, next. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Well, you can't afford to be without betting splits. And here at VEASAN, DraftKings updates it every half hour or so. You can see all the changes in the action. You find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match those number of tickets. Where's the big money flowing? So, Go to vcin.com and check out today's betting slips for every every game. We welcome in one of my favorite quarterbacks, Sean King. Got to congratulate his alma mater, Tulane, going to that conference championship game, favored over Central Florida by two and a half, big fella. You got that big winning smile. On. Yeah, you know, uh, Mr. Musburg, I've always heard it's hard to beat a team twice in one season, so I'm hoping – that that holds true. This is the same team came to New Orleans a couple weeks ago and put it on us. So uh, as fate would have it, we get a chance for a little get back. And uh, if we can get it, be great to win this last real version of the American Athletic Conference title. Yeah, that's right. It splits up next year, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're losing some big dogs. Cincinnati, yeah. Houston, this Central Florida team all going to the Big 12. Yeah, they're going into the Big 12 because the Big 12 is getting ready to lose Texas and Oklahoma. They, I can't follow them. <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts. Anyway, Sean, it's great to have you in today because, I listen, I can't remember a Week 12 uh, in the National Football League in which we have so much quarterback turmoil. For example, the Bears, uh, they thought they were going to be able to start Trevor Simeon. He's injured in practice. Nathan Peterman steps in there now. We've got Sam Darnold with the Panthers. We've got... Kyle Allen with the Texans. We got Mike White with the Jets. Bryce Perkins uh, steps in with the Rams. Kyle Murray does return for the Cardinals. But, but from a perspective of a quarterback, Sean, of somebody like yourself who played in the NFL, how difficult is it to come off the bench and get put right into starting an NFL game? I think every situation is slightly different. First being expectations. Uh, Mike White's job is a lot different than Kyle Allen's today. The Jets feel like... They're a competent quarterback play. 
away from being a playoff caliber team, whereas the Texans are hoping to have the number one pick in next year's draft. Um, so Kyle Allen really can play carefree, you know, without feeling like he's letting the organization down. I will say this, and I didn't learn this to much later in my career. You can play a long time in that league as a backup based on the things you don't do. A lot of backups get in the game and they want to prove they got a big arm. They want to prove they can fit the ball in tight windows as a backup. As long as you throw the ball to the guys with the same color jerseys on as you, you play a long time in that league. Don't turn the ball over. Don't make unnecessary mistakes. Make all your layups. Guys open in the flat, hit him. Guy gets a double move, open for a deep ball, hit him. Then if it's not there, you don't like it, check the ball down the remainder of the game. You play a long time. Interesting. An interesting perspective on, on a backup quarterback. And as you look around the league, there are some fellas who've hung around a lot just following that. Chad Henney, I'm thinking of him uh, at Kansas City. And uh, obviously he's not going to beat out Patrick Mahomes, but he's there and uh, he can keep the Chiefs relevant if they need him. Yeah, you're right. Just find an open guy. Be uh, a professional. Very interesting. How you approach it, you play a long time. Now, with the Rams in particular, and I, I didn't know who this young man was. Bryce Perkins went to Virginia. Here's a situation where there's gossip this morning about Matthew Stafford uh, may, call it, may not be able to play for the rest of the year. So they're going to be relying on Bryce down the stretch for the Rams, and they're in the midst of a bad, bad season. I'll be honest. I don't remember Bryce from Virginia. We spoke about this briefly right. before uh, the segment started. A very athletic young man. Uh, yeah. Seems to have some competitiveness to him. Uh, unfair to him that he's being put in this situation. Offensive line is as bad as it's ever been. No Cooper Cup. Uh, they just uh, got rid of one of their running backs, Daryl Henderson, so it's most likely going to be a rookie back there, Kyron Williams from Notre Dame. So – the chips definitely aren't in his favor, but, hey, he ran around in the Saints game, made some plays, so it'll be exciting. Uh, I'll say this about Stafford. I don't think Stafford's been healthy all year. Missed the entire preseason. What we heard was a minor arm issue uh, from the very first game versus the Bills. He has not looked right, so maybe shutting him down and Cooper Cup eventually coming out. He shut down for the year. Might be the best thing for the Rams to get ready for next season. Sean, are, are gamblers – Correct, you having been in the locker room and on the field and played in the NFL. Are gamblers correct in assessing that the quarterback is the most important player when it comes to winning, losing, or covering a spread? I think he can be. I think uh, you can win in the National Football League without great quarterback play. You can't win championships without competent elite quarterback play. And I think a perfect example is the San Francisco 49ers. They have assembled the most complete, the most elite roster from 1 to 22 of anybody in the National Football League. Yet, one of those positions on the 22 is kind of always hovering around average, and when he dips below average, it's really drastically bad. It's throwing an interception at the 10-yard line. It's running out of the end zone for a safety it's throwing the interception backed up last year NFC Championship game versus the Rams when he could have just taken the sack. And punt it. So it's hard to win a championship if you don't get above average play, but you can win if you have great defense. You can run the ball. You know, you can hide the quarterback a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, there is a good Jimmy and a bad Jimmy. There's no question about that. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Down, it's, it's amazing. And you know, the thing with him is he's talented, Brent, but I just feel like his processor in high stressful moments doesn't operate as smoothly as others. You know, some guys, when it's chaos around them, they can remain calm. Jimmy seems to allow the chaos to overwhelm him and to make him do things that are kind of out of character because off the field he's cool, calm, collected, nice-looking, well-dressed, 
And then in these big moments, he always seems to kind of freeze. So maybe that's something you can grow out of. I know uh, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, I'm hoping that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the Jets because I think Zach Wilson uh, was taken down for a different reason. than Now, he had not played well and uh, thrown some bad passes. But talk about what quarterbacks, how they handle the media after the game. For example, the question that I think took him down was when he asked, did you let the defense down when they – couldn't even get past midfield, I think, in the second half. And he said, no. Uh, what are quarterbacks taught how to handle the media in situations like that? A lot of times they aren't taught. And I think that's one of the major issues when you're trying to develop a young quarterback is people within the organization are so concerned with hurting his feelings that they don't tell him the truth. You know, uh, I mentor some young quarterbacks, and I always tell them, Brent, if the film says you aren't to blame, you accepting the blame in the media will have no bearing on your job security. Good point. Because we're going to watch the tape. And when we watch the tape, if it's the offensive line, we're going to know it. If it's a guy ran a bad route, we're going to know it. But when you're in front of the media, take the blame. Because if you get up there and you make the wrong read and a guy runs it for 80 yards, you're going to take the credit for throwing an 80-yard touchdown pass. So then take the credit or t- I mean, take the blame just like you would take the credit, and the film will be the truth serum internally. Yeah, and exactly, because reporters, good guys, they're paid to look for controversy. They are. And when you're in a major market like New York, you stand tall and take the blame every time, and they go on about your business. I, your Eli, point Eli so Manning, long. perfect example. Exactly. For years, Eli was the lightning rod of ridicule, criticism, and always handled it professionally. And he also made a lot of friends. And trust me, in that profession where you only play 17 games and every time you play it's generally six days of people to tell you how bad you were, how great you are, you want to have more friends than enemies sitting out there in the audience. That's such a good point because, it, you know, baseball and the NBA, and you're, right you're, going, you're playing another game right away. That's not true in football. You know, you got, you got a week for the press to harp on this and harp on that. You mentioned the Texans, and they're in line to get the first draft choice. So I was watching USC last night, and even though he's not eligible for another year, what's your opinion of Caleb Williams, the Trojan quarterback? Phenomenal talent. Uh, Reminds you a lot of Patrick Mahomes, which I don't think you can objectively argue with me that Patrick Mahomes isn't the best quarterback right now in the National Football League. Not the most accomplished. I'm talking about the best as we sit here in November of 2022. Caleb Williams is the best player in college football. I mean, without him, that SC team probably has three, four losses. He's going to win the Heisman. He put up an unbelievable performance against what has become a really, really good defense for Marcus Freeman there at Notre Dame. And I think the thing that separates him from, say, a Bryce Young, who has a lot of the same characteristics and similarities, he's a bigger frame and he has a bigger arm. Like some of those throws he makes on the run are throws only Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes type guys can make. Yeah, that's true on the run. And one thing I've pointed out about Mahomes – when he exposes himself, and you can talk to this, he runs at an angle to get out of bounds. He, he's not going to take that big hit. Josh, on the other hand, not being a baseball player, he wants to take you on with his helmet. I, I think he exposes himself. He does. Uh, Allen takes some hits. I think uh, Allen misses Brian Dayball, too. I think Brian Dayball was able to really like control him in a way. I don't know if Ken Dorsey has that cachet. Hey, hey Josh, listen, I'm calling this. If this is the look, check the ball down. And I think Brian was able to kind of minimize his exposure to risk, whereas now he's just free-flowing, and I think he's a little banged up. So uh, we'll see how Buffalo finishes. Before I let you go, 
Aaron Rodgers, broken right thumb. How much is that impacting? Well, I wish he would have said that after the Cowboys game when he played good. You know, I hate he said it after the Titans game when he played bad. <laughs> what a day to have Sean King in. We've got five teams starting different quarterbacks to the last time you saw them. And Nathan Peterman now starting for the Bears. Cash some tickets, folks. That's what it's all about. Thanks, Sean. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 